Welcome to the Man Scouts Podcast. I am your host, the Elf Father, Captain Colin himself. How do you do? I'm here with my compatriot, my compatriot. His name is Daddy Dalton. Maybe say what's up to the kids. What's up? What's up to the kids? <laughs> How you guys doing today? <laughs> We're doing great, Daddy Dalton. It's, all, yeah. <laughs> it's like Dude. interactive and they're in child's voices. <laughs> they're like actually kids. We're like, <laughs> yeah. Today like we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories. Oh man, yeah. Let's. We do not tailor this podcast to kids, so if you're, if it's you're, not, it's not child safe. But you know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Boom, Mother Russia. Old Daddy's <laughs> here to talk about Mother Russia. <laughs> Um, so the date today for those of those who will eventually listen to this podcast, nine twenty eight, uh September twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, in the year of our Lord. Uh year of our hey, Lord. Exactly three days before the nuclear apocalypse. Exactly three days before the predicted nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> Tensions we're, are high, man. We're we're having bets, dude. We're having, we're having bets. bets. And I've been saying this from the beginning. Russia's gonna nuke somebody. Dude, a lot of people are feeling that way. We are Dude. most likely closer to a nuclear war than we have been since like the Cuban Missile Crisis. That's probably the, like the I most recent. Po- I want to point out something. Uh, Colin does not pronounce nuclear right. He says nuclear. I say nuclear because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the nuclear. Oh, it's all about these nukes, these nukies that these companies have. <laughs> these you son of a gun, about, man. These nukies. These nukies. Dude, but doesn't it sound way less intimidating when you say nukies? It does. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, let's really uh we're trying to be not as intimidating anymore, guys. So with nukies it is. Also sounds really close to dookies, so it's kind of gross. Grody. Anyway. Nukies. Yeah. Anyways, you think, uh, you think we're closer than the than since the Cuban Missile Crisis? I think we're as close. I think that's the closest we've been since that time. I think for okay. sure, for sure. Because uh, there was the Nord Stream stuff, right? Nord Stream pipeline. It's a gas pipeline. Essentially, the one link of most of the export of Russian uh, gas to the rest of Europe. And it was boom, boom, bye-bye. Now, I don't know the extent In two of the separate damage. places, right? Yeah. Um, I'm, I think it might have been more than that. Even. I'm not really sure. But what we're told is that we don't know the extent of the damage so far. It is assumed by everyone including it's not everyone but like a lot of people think so and the polish prime minister tweeted or the mep whatever that is in poland tweeted a picture of the pipeline explosion and said thanks us <laughs> so like essentially like everyone thinks everyone thinks that uncle biden did it man they say hey that's actually really funny yeah thanks us that's awesome uh, it's not awesome, but it's funny to me. It's a funny tweet. Yeah, dude. And uh, apparently earlier this year, um, there were some U.S. military exercises doing underwater demolition. So, okay. So for, for everyone listening, let's just put this into perspective. Joe Biden earlier this year said that if Ukraine invade, or sorry, if Russia invades Ukraine, that then what was it Nordstrom? Am I saying that right? Yeah, Nordstrom will be the Nordstrom pipeline will not be in 
be able to be used, right? He said that. Well, there's been uh, basically Europe stopped using it for a little bit, and they were just about to start using it again. It was uh, sanctions and strategical lack. Okay, here it is. Here it is. I think I found the quote. Oh, man. Never mind. This isn't it. Anyway. Keep going. He said that the sanctions are about to be lifted and and basically everyone's going to start using the oil again because they're like, this is starting to affect us. And so the speculation is that uh, underwater training for demolition, basically we just blew the pipeline up. We said, heck them, we're going to blow this popsicle stand. And uh, that's what, uh, that's the speculation. We're going to blow this popsicle stand. How yeah. did we do it? How did they do it? I don't know. I don't know how to do underwater demolition. With Probably magic, a bomb. Dude. Come on, you've seen Mouse Hunt. They've done demolition. Do you know what uh, Mouse Hunt is? Dude, Mouse Hunt is a fantastic movie. Like the old he, movie? Yeah. These guys inherit yeah. a house and yeah, they essentially one mouse. Yeah, and they essentially destroy the house trying to destroy the mouse. And they do a bunch of this they explode a lot of things. It's pretty funny. So yeah, they do much underwater though. No, yeah. There's one point where the house several floors fill up with water. Yes. But are they exploding things underwater? There's there's explosions and there's water. I'm gonna take that as no. All right, anyways, here's the quote. I got the quote, the Biden quote. He says, If Russia let me do my best, Biden. Hold on. Let me just let me spin around in my chair three times and just confuse myself so I don't know where I am. I'll do a good Biden. (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. That's perfect. If Russia invades, that means tanks or troops crossing the border of Ukraine. Come on, man. That's not in the quote. Again, then there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. Got a little George Bush at the end there. Yeah, it became George Bush. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're both, they're both war criminals. Tomato, tomato. Um, so, yeah, dude, we will bring an end to it. Period, full stop. Now, we, and then they say, but like, isn't that in Germany's control? And Biden replied, we will, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Which actually sounds funnier in Trump's voice. Like, it we does. will, a- I promise you, we'll be able to do it. It'll it be so like easy. sounds like a Trump thing to say. Yeah. Frankly, it'll be too easy. Yeah. I know. I, <laughs> Dude, when you were doing it, all I could think of was Obama's voice. I was like, oh, I'm glad he's trying to do Biden because I can't do it. Can you do Obama? I feel like I could. Yeah. Yeah. But how exactly? Uh, yeah. Since the project and control. I now, can't I'm going to say this. Uh, now, if Ukraine listen, listen is here. invaded by Russia, we're going to get rid of Germany's pipeline. And and, and I, pro- I, I promise you we'll be able and I grew up in Hawaii, okay. <laughs> Except for when I, you know, was drafted, and in that case, I was not a U.S. citizen. Dude, are you a birther? Are you a birther truther? Just seems a little weird that he dodged the draft, but then could run for president. Man, I, I mean, I feel like I feel like a lot of people dodge the draft. I dodge the draft. We were talking about this today. If the world goes into nuclear war, will we nuclear. be drafted? Nuclear, no. nuclear. Well, because the draft. I'm pretty sure the drafting age is 27. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> we have to verify everything as we say it. Dude, like, it's, uh, actually, it's this. I'm pretty sure. Uh, we've got sources, okay? 
Sources in the in the episode notes yeah, below. It's 25. I was two years off. So they just stopped drafting at 25? Well, because it's just 18 to 25. So Why did I they think stop they, at 25? I don't know, because once you're 26, you just kind of just like, kind of gross at that point. I feel like as a 29-year-old, I feel like I have a way better chance against 22-year-old me. You know oh, I mean? dude, I would destroy the 18-year-old dude. Why are we year old me? I'd kill him. No <laughs> problems, dude. It wouldn't even he, be a challenge. He doesn't even have a beard. Doesn't, dude. I he don't even, even think he could grow a beard. He hasn't even kissed a girl yet. Dude, I'd I'd ruin his whole life, man. <laughs> I'd ruin finish his whole it life. before it even started. <laughs> uh, dude, I would throw dude. I'd so freaking way... clothesline him, dude. Yeah, there's no way that that my 18 year old calendar part knows the wushu finger hold like I do. Dude, I could throw my my 18 year old me over a fence. Probably. Um, like, it does help that your 18 year old self would weighed like half of what you weigh now. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'd snap his entire body in two. I'd feel right. bad about it. It'd be too easy. Be too easy. It'd be like uh, <laughs> be like fighting a girl cop, dude. <laughs> just be easy <laughs> how old do you have to be to be a cop by the way uh 21 interesting and there's a reason for that and i can't remember oh because you're carrying a pistol that's why i think in some states there's ex uh exceptions like i think washington state highway patrol they can hire you at 19 or something <laughs> okay so the question really then is this so we probably wouldn't be drafted because we're above the age demographic. But would yeah, we're you too really want to draft these Gen Zers, my guy? Dude, can you imagine? Because at that point, that point, it's no longer millennials, right? Like draftable well, age right now is officially no longer millennials. Dude, well, and the other thing is, too, is uh, think about this, dude. In the spirit of equality, we're drafting women, dude. So all those like green hair, green hooded. Don't assume their gender. You, we're drafting he we're they thems is what we're yeah, drafting. We're just drafting. We're just drafting people because we don't look at gender. So we're just draft. Doesn't matter your hair color. Doesn't matter if it's green. Doesn't matter if you dye your armpits because it's all getting shaved off, dude. Because you're going to war. Because <laughs> it's all getting shaved. Off. They don't shave their armpits in the military. You don't know that. I I think I do know that. I think that's no. They to, shave them. We're gonna yeah. Google it now. They shave your entire body. I'm pretty sure. This is gonna look weird in my search history. Do they <laughs> shave their armpits? They shave everything, dude. From the eye, from from the nose down, shaved. <laughs> Shaves, dude. Look it up. Look it up. That's not true. It's true, dude. They shave your head. They shave everything. The only thing they keep, and I, I and I, even I, Nazi concentration camp. I'll tell you what they keep, dude. They keep your eyebrows. That's it. And that's only so that they can get mad at you for being for looking like confused. That's the only reason. Uh, you, you, you're just wrong. I'm not saying anything about this. It's the because thing, they don't tell you, dude. I'm thinking, that's I, that's the big secret. I'm seeing an article where it says our shaving armpits are junk more common for men in the military. And these people are saying, uh, if you're a garrison, I don't know what garrison is. Is that a particular base? <laughs> Means drafted. Is that the base where people get crazy? It's a drafted boy, dude. I don't know. Okay, so I mean, I'm making this draft. up, but it's it might be true. happening. But we're safe. We're fine. Plus, we have medical exemptions, such as the fact that Dalton's not straight. That's a medical exemption. No, there's a. They don't care anymore. 
<laughs> what about the do not, don't ask, don't tell policy Obama talked about? Don't ask, don't tell. That's the policy. What if you're told on, though? Just don't tell them. But if if they tell you, like, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, like, here's the if thing. There's a now, tell reason. Nowadays, I don't think that's the thing because there's there was like some uh, like really gay Navy video that was just like released, and I say that meaning like like the guy doing it was gay or trans or something. Okay, well, dude, I'm they're sure. letting all kinds in now. I don't know, dude. I'm just googling gay Navy. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows normal Navy people. <laughs> Oh, don't <laughs> fight navies. Um, That's what happens, bro. They stuck my gay stuck on navy a roommate a... story. YouTube. There you go. Dude. Watch as you. gay navy couple torpedo that don't ask. You d I wouldn't click on those, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it has a word like torpedo in it. Yeah, <laughs> That's a straight porn site, dude. No, it's not. It's on YouTube. There's no way they allow that That's there. Definitely porn, bro. Uh, there's know. there's gay navy know. stock footage. There was like a yeah, there was a um uh, what do they call that? When they're trying to get you to join a promotion video, they call that called that? Uh some PR thing that was like really you know inclusive. Let's put it that way. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Dude, hey. our navy is our navy hey. is so, so good inclusive. news, Colin. The navy wants people like you. A this transgender people I identify as a as a boat. Uh so yeah, look, the Navy's gay. He, Colin identifies as a boat so that all the sailors can ride on him. Giddy up. <laughs> You're, dude. I don't know where this you, is, you've but, changed. but You're I've changed. Uh maybe me and the Navy are progressing in the right direction. You ever think about that? Huh? Just saying you hateful changed, son of a bro. gun. I'm just hateful saying son of a gun. I hate no man. That's not yeah, true. I've changed. We've already talked about this. That's the reason why we could wreck 18-year-old us. It's because we've yeah. changed. And then Colin would hold him down and kiss him, too. <laughs> and he'd like it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're saying. <laughs> I don't even know what we're saying. Oh, God. What are we talking about? I'm so confused. Russia's, gonna, Russia's probably going <laughs> to nuke someone. Why Dude, ever since I did that Biden impression, man, I'm just yeah. so confused. He's just been just not out of it, dude. Have out of it, focus. Dude. Um, do we still want to talk about Russia? Nuclear stuff? Yes. Yeah. Apparently, also in Russia news, uh, Edward Snowden has gained Russian citizenship from Putin. Which, to me, that just means that now he's going to get drafted because they're drafting a bunch of people over oh, there. Oh, dude, you think that's the move? That's the I really snake? think that's it. They just you they really probably want... just... Do you really I'm want not... Edward Snowden in your military, though? Edward Snowden, who revealed who classified secrets. They're going to send him to the front line. He's just going to be, you know, nah. he's probably not coming back. He's too valuable, dude. You he's think? too valuable. Yeah, he's a bargaining chip. That's what he is. Uh, for I don't know, dude. Uh, eventually, he says this, right? This is what happens. The, the We come to, like, somewhat of a peaceable close after we've been warring with Russia. And they say, hey. We're going to end this war. And as a sweetener, we're going to give you Snowden. And this is what I think happened, dude. I think in one fell swoop, uh, Putin was like, who are all the people who are applying for citizenship? And they're like, it's all these people. And they slid it across his desk. And he said, give it to them all. 
because we're about to start approved. really drafting people. Unless their pronouns are they, them, approved. Dude, their draft goes up to like age 65. They're really yeah. taking everybody. Interesting. So think about that. So that's what I think, dude. I think they just approved everybody. And they're just like, doesn't matter, dude. We're just going to throw them at the front lines. Give them a gun. Tell them to shoot it. Somebody. Somebody. Like, well, guess what? We, we got more news because World War is, is coming, right? So China's got to get in it. Look, patrol spots Chinese Russian naval ships off Alaska Island. U.S. Coast Guard ship, a routine patrol in the Bering Sea, which I didn't know that's how it's spelled, came across a guided missile cruiser from China. A guided missile cruiser, bro. So here's the thing, though, dude. Do you think that that stuff happens like all the time? Is that I don't like, know. It says normal? this wasn't the first time Chinese naval ships served in Alaska waters in September 2021. See, it's not even the first time, bro. I feel like we were still in hot water during that time, though. Yeah, that's a good point, though. About 50 miles. 50 miles from the Aleutian the... Islands. See, that's, but that's international that's... water. That's free game right there. Yeah, well, obviously, you're not going to enter the territory. Right, you're just gonna get right. You're just gonna do just the tip. Play a little game we call it just the tip. <laughs> just, the tip dude. just, just <laughs> dance right around. There, right on there, you play the cliff's edge. You say, "I'm not touching you," and then oh, you launch your missile. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna come over here and play, dude? What's you've that? done that before. You totally played the like I'm not touching you game, and then accidentally launch your missiles prematurely. <laughs> it exploded. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Is a missile cruiser? Isn't a missile cruiser like something they launch? Uh, I don't know. It's, I would assume. From it. That's usually. I feel like they usually put missiles in like submarines, though. Why would they just put it on top of the water? Um. I, why? Why not? Because they could put it in the water. I feel like that's way safer. Safer. I mean, yeah, I think we're missiles. looking for like a range here. Like, can we launch missiles from a better range if we do it on like a, a large cruiser type thing? Like we see them. What difference does it make? It's the type of missile. Halfway that... to the missile zone. Here's the thing. I don't think it matters the platform it's launched from. I think it depends on entirely on the technology of the missile, which is why North Korea gets about 47 feet in their launches. 47 feet. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing around. North Korea shoots those little, like, you stomp on the thing and it shoots up. <laughs> yeah, those little stomp missiles that kids yeah. have. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's North Korea's, like, latest technology. Yeah. So, I don't know much about, like, where this whole um, Nord Stream pipeline thing goes through. But apparently, like, it's, I mean, it's underwater a lot of it, according to the explosion thing. We referenced this before, but I just wanted to bring it up. It's the Polish MEP, which I don't even know what that means. What is the MEP? I don't know. I don't know. So Majorly yeah, essentially, like, enter the Pacific. The major enter Pacific of Poland. Oh, the P yeah. probably does stand for Poland, huh? It's something. Anyways, essentially. Major ethanol for Poland. He says, thank you, USA. That's a snide remark, dude. Actually, that is pretty. Uh, wait, who is that? That's the MEP. That's his like title. MEP, VP of EU, EU UK Friendship Group. <laughs> okay. Interesting. EU USA delegation chairman. 
So, okay, he's Polish, but he's uh, works for the EU slash the UN. Okay. And so he works for the UN and he's basically saying that we blew yeah. up the pipeline. And then he tweets this. The, I promise you, you do that. Well, he might be right, to be fair. I don't know. I mean, he's probably he's probably right, dude. I could I say know. this. I could say this. When did this happen? Happened uh, yesterday, September yesterday? 27th. I was busy yesterday. It couldn't have been me, dude. I got it good excuses. You. I know it wasn't you. I got good. What were you doing because yesterday? He, well, I was I was with you. We were doing the thing together, right? Right. Yeah. That's right. That's, yeah. We were. Uh, well, we were, we were talking about the podcast. That's, what that's we were right. Doing. That's right. We were playing we were for the podcast because I went to the gym and I forgot my gym bag. That's right. And we talked about the podcast. And you, you definitely would have needed your gym bag if we were, in fact, doing well, underwater demo, demolition. The, because here's the thing: my gym yeah, bag yeah, had yeah. my swimsuit in it. Of course. And I couldn't. I wasn't gonna get in the water without the swimsuit. There's, there's no way you could do underwater do demolition without your swimsuit. How would I so, do that? I would jump in normal clothes. Oh, Can you what? imagine? Oh, what? We're going to put a stick of dynamite in my teeth, oh. and then we're just going to go, oh. Don't worry, guys. I'm just going to jump in. It's just like we practiced. Oh, boy. It's just like months. we practiced. Oh. oh. Oh, I was busy yesterday. Couldn't have been me. So Could have been you, dude. Might Could have been, been someone you. else. It was might not have been you. someone else. I know a lot of people who were busy yesterday, though, so I don't think. <laughs> you know a lot of people who were busy. <laughs> oh. Dude, dude, there was a lot of people busy yesterday. There were a lot of people busy yesterday. They couldn't, and dude, the middle of the ocean's like kind of, it's kind of like out of the way. You know what I mean? It's kind of out of the way, dude. It's just not. I wasn't there. Couldn't. I wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. So, but dude, don't worry about nuclear war, to because to be honest, someone's on it. It's the UN chief. Now, what's he saying? Well, let me the tell you what he chief? says. But first, let me show you what he looks like. What the heck does the UN chief even do? What is he? He almost was he so well. Here's the nationality that is because he looks the UN is a garbage organization. Okay, let me be clear. Let me zoom in on my face so you can see. How do you even apply to the UN? Garbage organization, you just be useless at government, and then you get put in the place where useless government people go to the UN. Makes sense. Okay, so UN secretary general Antonio Gutierrez. Gutierrez, or Gutierrez, whatever, called for the use of every means to eliminate the nuclear threat because obviously the the temperature is so high that the UN feels they need to be. They say, "Hey guys, guys, please, no nuclear weapons." I feel like so that's what he's saying. He's just trying to get everyone to just give up their nuclear weapons, right? He said, "We come together on this international." In- day to speak with one voice to stay in defense of our world and our future and to reject the claim that nuclear disarmament is some impossible utopian dream so he not only apparently said that oh wow oh they made a day this is what they did they said hey you know what we're gonna make a day to commemorate and promote the international day for the total elimination of nuclear weapons that day was two days ago (laughs) (laughs) so that was their response their response was like an, it was like an Instagram girl's like, you know what? We're all fighting and there's been a lot of stress in our friend group. So we're going to make Friday uh, our national friendship day. That so, shows you how that's pathetic. What the UN did. Yeah. That shows you how pathetic the UN is. Um, hashtag 
defund the nuclear program. Hashtag no nukes matter. Yeah, exactly, dude. Hashtag no nukes matter. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. That's uh, so stupid, here's dude. Thing. Here's the thing. I get it. We don't want nuclear weapons, but also it's a Mexican standoff. Like, that's what it is. We're not just going to be like, okay, we'll, we'll give it up. Plus, let's you know what I mean? Dude, ours is probably better. Okay. We probably got great ones. We probably got things better than nukes. If I, if I had to guess, better than nukes. Yeah, they got me. Like, you've seen Stranger Things. If they had the things of Stranger Things during the Cold War, you know, if they were ripping portals and such, then we obviously got, you know, pretending Dude, that Stranger Things is this real. This is something that people don't think about right uh yeah. like russia might have nukes but what does america have dukes eagles oh yeah think about that dude we got eagles i thought you were gonna say something that rhymes with nukes like dukes like put dukes. up your dukes we got dukes i'll, I'll suck you right in the kisser i'll suck you in the so, kisser but meanwhile uh we're busy doing our own military exercises and this one was super like I don't know if they, first of all, I'm a truther. I don't know if this is real, but they, two days ago or yesterday, yeah, I guess. I yeah. They, they're like, we're going to practice our asteroid defense system and we're going to slam a freaking satellite into an asteroid. And I watched the footage of this. Did you see it? I know. I didn't see the footage. So this is one of the clips from the footage, but basically like it was just like a couple frames of like something really far out it's like kind of close all of a sudden then it's really close and then you're seeing this right before it hits right and uh and that was it so that's and our proof and so with this basically this test was just to to prove that if an asteroid was essentially on an on a uh you know intercourse with earth or intercourse if the, if the asteroid was <laughs> really just trying to get it get it with earth this uh, is our protection if we could be the uh, cock block in that relationship we could be atlas atlas tactical atlas tactical. all types of protection all dude. types of protection uh, yeah they called up. it they called it dart the double asteroid redirection test and it worked apparently which i feel like you don't need to test it i feel like you could have just like we have smart enough people. That, like, how much money? Done some think, math. How much money do you think that satellite cost? I know how much it costs. I read the article. How much does it cost? Three hundred million dollars. Well, that's a waste of money. Yeah. So they went and shot an asteroid. Which here's the thing. I don't know why everyone because this is like the big thing that like people are like this... oh, I'm not worried about nuclear war. But you're not like a big thing. But like you hear like people talk about it with NASA and stuff. They're like. What if an asteroid hits the Earth? It's like, how long has the Earth been around? It's never happened. In, well, it's a lot of people think it has the, happened, actually. Maybe with the dinosaurs. But here's the thing. <laughs> or the, yeah, the dismemberment of what was Eurasia. So, yes. I disagree. I don't know. It's just like, but it hasn't happened. I don't know. It hasn't even been close. It's like, dude, we can look up there. Just if something's happening, like, we'll deal with it then. Why not that? <laughs> If we see it coming, we'll I just, just get run. It. Yeah, just like move. We'll give them Edward Snowden. Everyone's like, we'll I do. don't know. NASA scientists are like, oh, I'm important because asteroids could hit the Earth. And it's like, but they haven't. They never have. At least not in our lifetime. So you're not important, scientist. 
it just seems like we're really, you know, trying to get some government funding. Meanwhile, we got like actual problems and people are actually dying. And but, you know, whatever. That's just my opinion. Wow, dude. Seems kind of weird. You may be right. They're like, oh, crazy. Our extreme math worked and it did move. And it's like, so you you had just (laughs) to prove it. I feel like we could have math. Yeah, don't yeah. we have enough computers to have, like, I don't know, spend like $10,000 and proved it? I feel like we could have done that, but. You know, you're making some very good points on I don't know. why we I'm... shouldn't have NASA. Because it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool that we shot something out of the sky. What about what about SpaceX? You, How do you feel? Because, like, SpaceX gets funding. They, like, scalped some of NASA's funding, from what I understand. And they're doing, like, way better. Yeah, I mean, they're a pseudo-private organization. Here's the thing. I don't really I like... Pseudo. I like private stuff. I think if you privatize things, it, it's better. Yeah, I mean, Dalton has privatized his dating life, and it's working out quite well. It's actually going really well. Uh, it's completely private. Um, I own several shares. Yes. So <laughs> I have a vested interest in his dating life, so... He's uh he's invested. Let's put it that way. Invested. invested. And what Dalton's drinking right now is a special formula I give him called Love Potion. I was just gonna say it's called Love Potion. It because that's what it is. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that wasn't off the cuff. That's exactly no, it's not what it cuff. is. That's exactly what it is. I also include some of my seed as watermelon seeds for nutrients. <laughs> Speaking of, oh uh, <laughs> man! Speaking of love and dating life, we did get a submission this week from one of our dear, 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 dear fans. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a submission of. It's not like a a dating, so to say. Oh, sorry. What? Yeah, like an advice thing. Yeah, it's well, it kind of is. It, it's kind of an advice. Um, and I know, I won't say the uh, gender of the individual but it says why do why don't men share as much um and how do they deal with rejection and negative emotions right so that's that's the sum of the question okay uh and why is it hard for men to share emotions um and how do they deal with rejection and so here's the thing dude i feel like here's the thing i feel like everyone deals with it different right uh, there was a point there's, in well, my life. There's healthy ways and there's not so healthy ways. And how do men usually deal with it? Because men, why don't men share emotions? I feel like because men have to like, because that's kind of who we are, right? Like that the society has kind of, I don't know if it's a societal thing, if it's just kind of like how it is, but it's like, if you're a man, you got stuff to do. You don't got time to be like all dwelly and, oh, I'm just going to mope around. It's like, no, dude. I've got things to do. Like City Boy, City Boy, City Boy. Oh, exactly. Yeah, he's got things to do. Like, um, I-, I get what you're saying. So, I mean, it is it is part of like the masculine archetype to be not emotional, right? Yeah. To contain yourself, to contain and restrain your emotions to the degree that you can let logic and reason rule your decision making. And so right. that is that is in part a good thing. Like I believe in stoicism as a philosophy and not 
being quiet per se, because that's what people think when they hear stoic, like just be quiet. Like Colin, you're not quiet at all. Why do you believe in stoicism? <laughs> well, shut up. Uh, no, because uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a hypocrite. That's why. No, what it means is essentially is to let logic and reason rule your decision making and not to be negatively impacted by emotion unnecessarily. Right. right? And so there is part of the masculine archetype, and this comes as, as nature of being the provider protector role that males often have to fulfill in their family units and their dating units and their relationships, right? Per nature of being a protector, if crap hits the fan, you gotta be logical. You can't be scared, can't be crying, right? You gotta be logical. And so that's where a lot of that stems from. Now, it's true that that does make it harder for men to be vulnerable because it's kind of contrary to the archetype and we do not want to appear weak and that's kind of natural for us as men. Well, also, I just don't know, like society doesn't really give us an opportunity to be weak. Like, let's be honest. Like, mm -hmm. I know, like, I had, I know several, I have several guy friends, right? You have guy have friends? Had... You better believe it. You mean boyfriends? No, it's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> not what I said. <laughs> but I, I have several guy friends who have kids and it's like they've gotten a divorce or or whatever and they still have to pay the bills like they have to pay the bills not for just them but for their spouse and their kid like if they don't send money their kid doesn't do things their kid doesn't have like new shoes or new clothes and it's like that's the reality of being a dude like that's how it is now, and I, so what you're talking about are some of the societal biases that go uh, yeah. kind of against males when yeah, it comes and down. And I'm not saying that that girls don't, you know, because I I have some I know some girls that are in that, you know, have been in that situation previously, but it's not as bad for girls because there's a legal system in place that makes it so that the dude has to pay, right? And so as a guy, if you, I don't know, especially like emotional calamity, like you have to do, like, you just have to keep going. Like, that's the thing. That's, I think, so how do guys demonstrate their, or deal with their emotions? They deal with it by working half the time. Yeah. So I think that there is some level, especially in our modern day and age where we are negatively impacted by things like social media, the internet and all mm -hmm. those things. Right. I think there is a policy that I would advocate, especially for males. This is more for everyone, but it's especially for males that they process their emotions in a physical space. You've heard me say this from time to time, right? Mm -hmm. In our minds, if we keep thoughts in our minds, particularly anxious thoughts, mm -hmm. it can rev in our mind like an engine, just, you know, burn and burn and burn. Right. And in the, the confines of our minds, those things can be infinitely troublesome, Right. Doesn't right. matter how 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 simple the thought is, but if you just have a thought like, "I'm not doing enough," "I'm not making enough," "I'm not worth enough," and that runs in your mind over and over again, right? Then you're going to have negative emotions. Now, one of the antidotes to that is to take those thoughts and put them in a physical space. So, you put your anxiety, your fear, in a physical space. So you either talk about it and you talk back to it, or you write it and you write back. But what you have to do is you have to learn to combat what are called cognitive distortions, which are things that neg like these, these fallacies that we think in terms of like an all or nothing, right? Like if I don't get this amount of money, I'm worth nothing. 
Right. Right. Or if I if I don't turn my homework in on time, then my life is over. Right. right. These are all or nothings or big generalizations that that when we think about this in our mind, like it makes sense. And then if we put it in a physical space, we're like, oh, well, that's actually not true. Right. Right. And that's the type of processing that needs to occur. So you either need to find a home slice like uh, like me and Dalton have, which is each other. Boom. Uh, we're uh, we're emotional husbands to each other. We do we deal with our emotions together, and that or you just write it out, which is also effective. Or start talking to yourself like a crazy person. Um, and it, an, another question that this person asked was, uh, why is it hard to share emotions in general? And Ooh. I th I think that's pretty pretty much just because that when you share emotions, it's you're being vulnerable. That's it. Yeah. Vulnerability entails risk. Yeah. Risk, risk of how you're received. Risk of pain. Risk uh, of pain. Because vulnerability also begets intimacy. Mm, and good point. Good point. Intimacy leads to heartbreak sometimes. Not all the time. Yeah. But, but if you create intimacy, you create attachment. And attachment without indefinition, meaning like if it doesn't last, then there's going to be some separation of that attachment, which is painful. So yeah, usually is extremely painful, and that's that maybe why. not extremely, but it's it's painful. If you're a lovesick puppy like my boy Dalty, it's... I'm not lovesick. Don't stop me. Dalton. I'm not even sick. Dalton never shows emotion. I'm sick with it. <laughs> hey, the doctor said he's sick with it. I got hey. so much. I got so much love out of you, boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> love from the homies. Yeah, my homie's been making sure I get my good night kisses. Sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's a good Anyways. time. There is only one thing worse than a rapist. Yeah, that's uh, good stuff. Which is a child. A child. All right. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about. We're not the last thing. How are we doing? Thirty-eight minutes. That's pretty good. Test. So I listen to a Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. As I do. Test, he's talking about testosterone. Testosterone. Obviously. If you listen to this podcast, you know when I say test, you know what I mean. I mean testosterone. All right. Testosterone. Testosterone. And not to be confused with test testosterone. Not to be confused with tests to check whether or not you're HIV positive. That's a different um, type of test. That's a different type of test. Dalton yeah. had to take one. <laughs> Not because I was being nefarious. Not because he was being nefarious, because he was exposed to nefariousness. Take that how you will. Take it how you will. Wasn't my fault. I got into an altercation. One of the many risks of vulnerability. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, what we're talking about, um, first of all, can we talk about how Joe Rogan podcasts have become like a litmus test for girls and who are haters yes we could talk about that yeah have you ever told a girl that you listen to joe rogan podcast or, and she's gotten like frustrated or be like you listen to jerry again i've had the opposite actually i've been oh, like really? oh i listen to jerry do you like do you like joe rogan i'm like oh yeah he's great and he's like right and it's like a a real Whoa, the chicks were into it too yeah wow was this recent that. Was this recent? Or is this a past experience? Yeah, this is recent. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. This chick was I was like, I was, you, I was thinking so. She, she was telling me about something with Joe Rogan, and I was like, I know who that is. Yeah. Like, 
keep going. That's interesting. Like, let's hear it. Wow. You don't say. Yeah. So recently, Joe Rogan had on a guy named Brigham Butler, and he was a former pharma rep and tried to start a pharmacy. And he learned about all the nefariousness of the pharmaceutical industry and the insurance lobbyists and the government in their collusion. Okay. But one of the things that I just loved, 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 because as much as we aspire to use testosterone and steroids and all these things, we haven't, have we, Dalton? No. Unfortunately. We're we're, uh, remorseful about that. We hope to someday, though. Kobe. Someday, we will. Yeah. But uh, apparently, and I didn't know this, I'd heard this anecdotally, um, but apparently there's a large section of the medical industry that believes that testosterone, the exogenous therapeutic use, increases your instances or risk of cancer. I didn't and know that. I think my dad even thought that, to be honest. Really? Yeah. My dad, who, quote unquote, no longer has a prostate. And is a pharmaceutical representative. And is a pharmaceutical representative. He's a he's does medical device sales. He doesn't do pharma sales, but he used but he to used do pharma to do pharma sales. sales. He used to have antidepressants in the back of his samples in the back of his car, like a drug dealer. And so that. I used to say, like, he sells drugs out of the back of his van. Because he did. Because he did. Technically. Technically. It was good times. Good good semantics. Anyways, big fun. Big fun. Apparently, the test that it's all derived from, the studies that these uh, facts come from, that is uh, what the entire medical industry has been like basing this assumption off of, was one test in the 1950s that had how many people, you would guess, as a sample size? Just if you had to guess. If I had to guess? Yeah. How many people? Ten? Three people. Three? Three people. It's not a lot of people. No. And so they I did thought this. 10 was low. 10 was low. 10, 10 is, is low. low, right? It is okay. low. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Furthermore, in studies surviving a small number of patients, there has been a discern- no discernible increase in disease progression to prostate cancer patients on TRT. While data from large perspective randomized controlled trials are absent, TRT in select prostate cancer patients is, is likely safe. In the end, the use of TRT in prostate cancer patients is still considered experimental and should be blah, blah, blah. So they weren't able to do double-blind placebo tests because, as you'll find out in this podcast, uh, they can't get them approved by the FDA. It's hard to get any... Like, when cancer's involved, you can almost never get a medical trial of something approved because the risk is these people die from, quote-unquote, lack of treatment. So it's not considered like ethical to do that, to experiment, even if they want to, even if they say, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm just trying to figure this thing out. You know, I'll take right. the experimental treatments. They can't get it approved from the FDA. Isn't that crazy? That's actually wild. That's pretty wild. So that's why they say uh, experimental because they haven't been able to do double blind placebo trust tests because uh, so, they haven't been approved. But so what do you think, dude? Do you think big pharma has the uh, cure for cancer? Dude, I, you know what? I don't know if it's that they have the cure for cancer. I think that it's that they're actively suppressing the research to find the cure to cancer because you think it is so? a big t- I mean, I think treatment is a big ticket item for them. Sick care makes pharma so much money. And what I mean by that well, is like sick care I mean treating symptoms instead of like preventing them. Also, I mean well, just do just chemo alone is yeah. like 
that's like months of revenue over like one uh, patient. Yeah. And not to mention, I'm pretty sure that it's, I, I could be wrong. I'm going to just, dis, just Asterix. disclaimer. But uh, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to treat cancer in other ways other than like radiation and chemotherapy. Well, I think that goes along the lines of what I said earlier, which is just, they, the, just the experimental thing. Yeah. Well, they can't be approved by the FDA and they can't yeah, but get even the trials you, to get approved by the FDA. Even if you do you it know? yourself, though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like doing it, quote unquote, yourself, like is technically, quote unquote, illegal. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird, man. I feel like that's weird. Dude. Like if I want to like. Pharma's a lie. And that's why we should all take testosterone. I'm so down. Dude, I, I believe in a little thing there. called soft anarchy, which doesn't mean like violent anarchy. It just means like just disobeying laws until there's so many people disobeying the law that they can't enforce it anymore. Boom. Which means everyone has got to take exogenous testosterone. But it's not even illegal to take it. It is illegal to take it without prescription. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Yes. Yes. That's true. This so just take true. it. Uh, just but you can it. get a prescription pretty easy, I feel like. But why do you need a prescription, though? I don't disagree with you. I mean, do I, I need feel a like... prescription to eat eggs of raw meat? No. Prescript no. that. Prescript that. I don't want to prescribe that. I don't want it to be prescribed, dude. I want it to just be... Yeah. I wish that we could just pick up... We should be allowed to take drugs, legalize all drugs, legalize health, uh, disavow intellectual patents, and uh, uh, with that, free, free. Um, what was the gorilla that died? Harambe. Free Harambe. Rest in free peace. him. All right, uh, it's been a great episode. Is there anything you want to say? To the kids. Uh, Harabe's alive in Area 51. Go save him. <laughs> Go save him. That's what all. That's what the Invade Area 51 was really about. Nobody knew it. Was it was about saving Harambe. He's a medical experiment. He's actually a human-animal uh, hybrid. And we can go save him, guys. We can save him together. Let's do it.